Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? It's the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? I'm hitting you with another episode here at Clocking Out. And you know here at Clocking Out, we like to show love and support to all independent music artists. I've been having a goal that I'm trying to reach of trying to hit up and basically try to do an interview and show love to each and every one of my followers on all of my platforms. And today I have a very special guest of mine. Her name is Chloe Rain. Chloe, say what's up. What's up, everybody? How's it going, man? How's everything over there around you? How's that? How's everything? Everything's pretty good. Of course, with COVID, stuff's up in the air and crazy when it comes to, like, jobs and what's open and what's not. But other than that, my life's going pretty good. I feel you on that. Yeah, it's the same over here. I'm over here in New York, and, and the weather is starting to get to people more and more, and now people are starting to complain that they're starting to see we're going to get hit with another lockdown, apparently, and there's more restrictions and all this stuff. So it's it's I could totally understand that. That's so fun. Is it pretty cold over there? Yes, it is cold. It's it's like the weather isn't bad, but what's making it worse is the wind. The wind is really making it like fucking not bearable. <laughs> it's been mad fucking windy over here too. I'm from Kansas, so it's the weather's bipolar as hell. Like some, I, I could walk outside right now, and right now it feels like it's seventy because there's no wind, but by tonight it's gonna drop to like forty. Yeah, that's how it usually is over here too. It's it's like not bad during the day, but then at night it's like almost yeah, so around like thirty or below that. It's crazy, man. But the the thing that I can't stand is the, the uh, it's been raining on and off a lot here for the past week or so, and the wind is what's really killing it. Like you can walk, but once that wind starts smacking you in your face, man, it's no fun at all. No, it's the not. Wind, uh, when I start. When I did the I Know You Know music video, it was beautiful. Like, the sun was out, everything looked nicer than next day, and I knew the wind hit, and I was like, how am I supposed to? Like, I couldn't even hear my speaker. I had to go, run home and grab a different speaker so that I could hear the music. Damn, man. Yeah, I actually peeped it. I actually liked that music video also. Yeah, it was. It's, or technically, it's my second one. I have Asshole Out, but it's, like, my first official one. I had one of my homies shoot it, and then I edited it. I edited it myself, so then I finally just came up with places around Wichita, which is where I'm from in Kansas. So that looked nice that I felt like went with the vibe. Because my original plan was to do like a lake type thing, but with COVID and everything, I didn't really get out to the lake as much as I wanted to. Yeah, nah, I hear you on that. So basically, you had um, you had your someone you know, and you did it yourself. But you use what you had to do what you can, correct? Yeah. And uh, do you want to share with anyone like what type of stuff that you use to actually make the uh, music video to show other people that it's something that other people are capable of doing as well with what they have? Yeah, for sure. It was mad easy. I just I have an iPhone 8 Plus. I just shot with this and I paid, I think, $2 for like an app that's shot in 4K, which I'm pretty sure some iPhones can do that, but I didn't know that. So, so I could shoot in 4K and so that I could change the like frames per second and crap like that. And then once all of that was done, it was pretty simple. You can, just about anyone can use a camera. It's really not that hard, especially on your phone nowadays, because half of us spend 98% of our lives on iPhones. But, and then for editing, I just use iMovie on my laptop. You can do that on your phone too. 
Yeah, nah, that, I, I've done that also. I've used, uh, I've, it's me. It's um, I'm going to be starting to do YouTubing and, and streaming. And also, and what I've done is I've taken all my old uh, iPhones that I have laying around and I'm just hooking them up on certain corners and I'm going to use that as my streaming cameras for different angles or whatever and just sync it up to the computer instead of just throwing them out. They've been sitting there from iPhone 4 to the 6 to the 7. Like, I always get, every time there's a new one, I try to get a new one, but I keep the old one around just in case because their cameras are still good and everything like that. So I figured, you know, if ever I need to use it for something, I'm going to use it. Exactly. I do the same thing when I shop this. I just, it was like a $10 speaker. I, I, my dad, he like puts houses and stuff for a living. So he always has speakers. So he got it from a pawn shop and he was like, you can use it. I just hooked up one of my old iPhones to it and then boom. It was mad easy to shoot, mad easy to record everything. Even if I needed like. On one phone, I had notes, and I know you know playing, and then the other one we shot on. That's what's up. And as far as the music, what first got you into music? What got you into to wanting to write or record? Because a lot of people, they're always like, oh, I want to try music, or I want to do this, but they never really take that step, or they never really try to record, or, or they're too shy, or whatever. What is it that got you first into music, and that made you be like, you know what, I don't care about any of this other stuff, I'm just going to do it? Honestly, my whole life, I did like all sitting on a choir and stuff from elementary up until high school. I took choir. I did. Uh, I My first, I think, yeah, my first duet was Who Says by Selena Gomez. Then I did a couple solos at like state and contests and stuff. I don't know if that's everywhere, uh, district life for schools and stuff. But that's what got me into it. But I didn't start writing until uh, 20. 2017 I started writing poetry and then once I realized the power of like a pen I was like I can really sit here and bring all these emotions out into words so originally I was like oh I'm going to be an author I'm going to just make poetry books but then I was like I love music a lot more than I like reading books to be honest so I did I think it's called chordchord.com and basically it pulls up random chords and I just would have those random cards, uh, those not cards, those random chords playing, and then while that played, I go through like my poems, and I'd be like, oh well, that's a good start, and then from there I just started writing, and then dropped my first project, uh, July or late June, June of 2019. And as far as uh, poetry, who's someone that inspired you to get into poetry? Or was it just something that you got into? And like, what, was there a specific poem that you heard from a specific person? Or was it just the, the, the way that people were able to express themselves in poetry? Like, what is it specifically about poetry that got you into that? Because I know... I know a lot of people that are into music, especially a lot of like rap artists that I because I'm into rap and I write rap and I, I do music. But then there's sometimes that and, and I'm into poetry also and I like it. But then there's artists that I come across that when I try to see if they're into the same thing or if they're in a certain um, like field of art as as liking is poetry and and, and um, vocabulary and all that shit like that to get obsessed with it like I do. A lot of them are like, no, a lot of them like, I can't stand poetry. I don't like reading it. I don't understand it. I don't see how it makes sense. Like it bothers a lot of other people. And to me, I'm like, you just don't get it. You get what I'm saying? So what's something about poetry that really got you? What about it makes you a fan of it and makes you want to write poetry and, and, and got you really into it to really pursue it, to try to do it yourself? Honestly, I think it was my family. My grandmother was a librarian growing up. So uh, a lot of the time when it came to like Christmas, she always bought us books. 
and she started off getting like uh Kill Silverstein, like the Giving Tree and like books like that. Because I was young, like a light in the attic, stuff like that. And then from there, it kind of as I grew up, I kind of went from like little kid poetry that honestly looking back on it, it wasn't little kid poetry. It was so deep. It's just as a kid when you read stuff that's deep, you don't know any better. You don't know like damn, that's like hella hard stuff. But it started off like that and then just from there my grandma every year she buys me like Amanda Lovelace and so many different rookie cars, so many different uh authors, poems and from there reading them, it's just the fact that you could read something and feel it or relate to something so much. I knew that I didn't have like I, I can never read a book and have something in it that like one hundred percent represented me. So I was like, man, these kids, this next generation, who knows if someone's going to be just like me and maybe they'll be looking for poetry or they'll be looking for a sign or they'll be looking for music and then boom, they have someone who they can relate to. Exactly. I feel like that too a lot of the times. I feel like a lot of people tend to hold themselves back because they feel like they don't fit this certain image or like they feel like, oh, I don't sound like this person. I don't look like this person. I'm not from this type of background. I don't have this type of experience. And they limit themselves and they hold themselves back by thinking just because they don't have what society or whatever people tend to program them into thinking that they need in order to get started trying to do something independently as far as making music starting a business or just trying to make a change and and trying to express themselves in a different way sometimes they tend to get discouraged because i guess the 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 business aspect or the social media or the internet or whatever it is you want to look at it as tends to try to make it seem like there's certain um, what would you say, like guidelines or rules or, or certain features yeah. or something, you know what I'm saying? And that's really not the case. There's no rules. There's no nothing, especially now with the way that the internet is, which I'm going to ask you about a little bit later on, but um, the internet's like the, the Wild West. You can basically go on and do whatever the hell you want, and is if you're good enough and if you have a- enough to give people and enough to keep feeding them every day, you'll build up a fan base if you're consistent enough, you know? And a lot of people tend to just not notice that. Exactly. It's it's honestly crazy. I just, I feel like a lot of, I mean, it's, it's society in general, but especially in the music industry, I feel like it's easy to just see the people who are on the top of the charts. I mean, not so much anymore. There's, you can see people so many different shapes and sizes and stuff now, but I mean, even then you like how to Dell and crap, but it wasn't like Lizzo, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And um, as far as the music goes, what would you describe, like, is is your typical way of creating music? Like, what inspires you to write a song? What What's the, the, the like, walk us through how you start writing. Is it, do you just hear a beat? Do you already have the words? Like, some people I know that I've, um, I've interviewed on here say that they can't write a word, they can't write any lyrics unless they have a beat. Then there's other people that say they can't do that, they rather have the words and then find a beat that fits it or something like that. How do you go about it? What do you do? Or do you write poetry and turn it into a song? Like, what's your way of going about creating a song? Honestly, now it's a lot different than in the beginning. In the beginning, I would go to a production and I'd loop it and listen to it over and over again and then eventually words would come to me. But now, a lot of the times, even I know you know, I just found the production on YouTube, made sure that I could get a lease and then 
Boom did that. I pulled it up. I put my voice memos on on my iPhone, and then boom, I sat there and I, um, I just freestyled up until the like break in the beat. I just freestyled that, and I do that with a lot of my songs. Most of them are freestyles, and if it's not, then I wrote before or I had like a general like message I wanted to convey. All right, and do you feel like it's? It's something that's that's difficult to do to like. Do you ever get? Because there's some people that I come across to, and I've, I've it's happened to me. Oh, oh, sorry if you hear the train. I got my mic's mad strong. I have a train track near my house. <laughs> but um, if um, <laughs> as far as um making music and everything when, when you're creating it, do you ever come across like having writer's block or you feel like? Because it's me, and there's times that I write a song, and I'll have a verse, and then I'll have a hook, and then when it comes to the second verse, if I can't finish it, like, I have this thing, I don't know what it is, I'll literally throw out the whole song, and I'll start all over. Or I'll just forget about the song if I can't come up with a good, like, final ending to the second verse, and I'll just trash the whole shit, and no one will ever hear it. Like, do you ever have those moments where you get frustrated, and you feel like you have writer's block, or, like, you can't finish the song, so, like, you'll just leave it there? Or do you have any songs that are like that? And if you do, how many do you have, do you think? And what do you do to get, like, past that point? I honestly... This, I know I'm young, I'm only 19, but I have a lot of life experience and I've been through a lot and been put through crap. So when it comes to writer's block, I don't really have it because I always have so much emotions in the front of my mind and I just, I care. I'm, I'm, I'm what's it called? Empathetic. When it comes to things, I can always see things from everyone's point of view and I just, I want to be there for everyone. So from doing that and from just experiencing life, I rarely have writer's block. But when I do, I usually go back to poetry, go back to where I started, or I'll go back and I'll listen to some of my tracks and I'll kind of remind myself why I'm doing this and remind myself that I don't have to write four songs or five songs a day. If I say here, sorry, I just hit my chain. I didn't know if you could hear that. But um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, you were saying uh, I actually liked what you were saying. You were saying that you you know that you don't have to write five songs a day, or you don't have to have a whole bunch of songs oh, yeah. down. Basically, yeah, I just I have to take a step back and remember who I'm really making music for. Like I'm doing this for me. I'm doing it because I love it. If there's days, or even if it's it's an hour or two days or it's a week where I can't write, then. I just kind of remember where I came from and remember, hey, it's okay to not write a billion songs at a time. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and go out and live life and gain new experiences and live life so that you can put your life into music. Exactly. And I really like that, man. I, I like that you're saying it because a lot of people tend to lose that and they tend to just get so caught up on, oh, I got to make this song before the end of this week so that I can try to get in this little bandwagon of everybody talking about this. And then the song, I talk about it. So I need to use the attention and get the views and get the clicks and get like and they lose track that it's like, all right. Yeah, it's it's cool to to like run with the flock and like if there's a certain topic or something that's popular at the moment for you to mention it and and use that as your window of opportunity but at the same time it's like you have to find what makes you you and you have to try to not make yourself fit into the norm but try to make you be the new norm where people are fucking with you and it's not like you always have to fuck with them like i, I tend to see that a lot of people 
they'll start off one way and I'll become a fan of their stuff. And then after time, they'll start gaining popularity. And as soon as they start getting a little popularity or they start gaining a little traction in whatever they're doing, they start changing their whole visual aspect and their whole style and everything. And then it goes from them being a relatable person to it's like, all right, you just became a clone of like what everybody else in the industry looks like or what all these labels turn these independent people into. And it's like, well, what what are you doing if you're going to be just like them? Like, what was the whole point? Yeah, I think that's why so many people like lose themselves when it comes to making music and why so many people give up before they've really even given music a chance because from the jump they like don't have the confidence or they don't know like who are you really like when no one else is around, when it's just Chloe Rain, like when it's just you, who are you and who are you like just again remembering where you came from and just sticking, staying true to who you are because it's so easy like to hop on trends for views or do this or do that to benefit from it but at the end of the day 98% of the time the people who are fucking with you they're fucking with you because they like that you're different they like that no matter what you're dropping they never know what to expect because guess what your music isn't like everybody else's and you see it with independent artists who end up getting signed or even artists who have like now TikTok more than ever they have their songs blow up on TikTok and then it's like you like that song, but then, or you go back and you listen to their other songs and you're like, you really like changed your whole sound. Like, and I like your other crap more. There's a couple like mainstream artists now who I listened to before they were big. And now that I listen to them, I still love them and their music, but you can still hear that they changed a lot. Yeah. And that's one thing that I always, I talk to my siblings about it. I'm like, I just, if you ever catch me slipping or you see that I'm changing my sound for someone other than myself, remind me that, hey, you aren't, it's like, you don't have a genre. If you want to make a R&B track, do it. If you want to make, if you want to hop on a beat and rap, then go for it. Like, I just, I never want to lose myself in the industry, whether it comes to money or like, especially now drugs. So many people are overdosing. It's just like, yeah, Come on, no, man. it's crazy. But at the same time, you can't really blame them in an industry like this. And with the things people are rapping about nowadays, it's like that's the trend. That's the cool thing to do. Yeah, and I I agree with you from the the overdosing to all these people fucking losing their lives shooting each other over the fucking jewelry and money and fucking stupid shit just like the the these past two weeks two rap artists passed away and and it's just crazy man people do what they can to get out of the hood or the shitty situation that they're in and then all they do is walk right into more problems or a worse situation like they thought they had it bad before and they thought that money was gonna fix shit and little do they know that it's true what they say more money more problems and you got all these people exactly. coming up to you and i'm pretty sure a lot of people not all artists or excuse me not all artists or, or all business owners and entrepreneurs and all that but i'm pretty sure everyone that becomes successful starts from nothing or a good majority especially nowadays to the point that when they do become successful they tend to feel like they they're obligated or they owe to to fix other people's lives their family's lives their friends lives and everything like that and they, they don't want to say no and then they get put in a position where 
they feel like obligated to go and take care of them and take care of their bills. So then when that time comes that they have to stop saying yes and stop giving them that money, things change. People's reactions change. And it's just like you said also, like, that it's a good thing that you have your siblings around and that you told them, like, yo, if I ever get to the point that you see me changing, like, put me in check. And that's why you need people like that around because a lot of people won't. They'll see you changing and then they'll start seeing that they could take advantage of certain situations because of you changing. And then they'll be like, you know what? They're changing. I got to adapt to this and be this type of person so that if I'm in this position, I know I can get this out of this. You know what I mean? And that's what sucks. A lot of people aren't really... It's like you, 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 you're very fortunate because you're saying it yourself. You, you know, you're young and you know, you've experienced a lot, but you still have a lot more to go of things that are possible. But being the, based off what you experience, you know that you're smart enough not to fall for the dumb shit. You're smart enough to know that you need people like your siblings and your family around to keep you in check for the days that you lose sight of who you really are and what your main goal was. And that's, that's something that a lot of people don't really, um, know or or get a grasp of especially at your age which is really fucking good a lot of people are like oh no fuck it and they go and pull a fucking takashi 69 and show their ass off and get famous just based off of attention and then they don't know what the fuck they're doing and then they're just stuck in that cycle of having to be a fucking clown 24 7 to get this attention like a show monkey not knowing that they actually have talent behind whatever it is that they're really doing you know yeah and i give a lot of that credit when it comes to like a lot of people say i have an old school like once they find out my age they're like the way you write or like the way you give me advice surprises me because most people your age, they don't really like care about much other than, oh, let's go out and get fucked up or let's go and blow money on a Gucci belt for Instagram or whatever. <laughs> but I give a lot of that credit to my mom because she always taught us growing up, all you have is the people in this house. She was like, at the end of the day, no matter what amount of money you're making, no matter what's going on outside of this house, the people in this house will always have your back. And she uh, got diagnosed with ovarian cancer in February and unfortunately passed away in May. But I definitely think it taught me a lot. It taught me, like, life's fucking short, man. Like, why not? Like, I feel like if I wasn't making music before, that when she passed, it would have just motivated me even more. My album, Unfair, I wrote it in four days because I was just, my mom was in the front of my mind and I was like, I need out of my head. So I sat there and I sat in my basement for four days, didn't leave the house. And I was just like, through it and then boom may 12 trucks and it's just it's crazy how shit can happen in life but in the moment it's like that's so fucking shitty and like you it's so easy to get mad at the universe and get mad at the world and be like fuck this or whatever and just get pissed off but i just i'd rather fuel it into something beautiful whether it's poetry or photography i take pictures on the side for money to uh support my music because i'm just a nanny so i have a lot of free time on my hands at times but it's just it's crazy how life works almost exactly no and, and i'm sorry for your loss and and but what you're saying and what you said earlier was true also in the sense of you writing music for someone else out there that you that could probably relate to you that's probably in the same situation has been through the same things as you and they're looking for that person and honestly up until you said your age also i didn't even know and you filled out the form and everything and i didn't even really look at the age and everything because honestly it's like you said based off what i was hearing i thought you were a lot older so it's crazy that's why when you said that and i'm like yo she has a good head on her shoulder on her shoulders because she knows that there's certain things based off of everything you've been saying so far, you already know or you had enough experience to know certain things change people. You have enough experience to know that you need people to keep you grounded. You know what I'm saying? And you things have happened in your life that 
a lot of other people wouldn't come out of okay, you know, and you were able to look at the bad and try to take the good out of it and try to make something out of it positive to keep you moving forward. And a lot of people don't do that. So much respect for you for that. And and I appreciate what you're doing in the sense of sharing your story with everyone and, and sharing your emotions or, or your feelings or your thoughts or whatever it is through your music, because especially right now, I feel like we need that more than ever, which is why I've been trying to do this and, and put it out there, because I look at your stuff and I see you keep putting out stuff. You keep putting out music. Last year, you put out um, the like I said, the IK, the IKYK song that I know, you know. And then I see that um, in October you dropped another one. Now you're talking about you have some, you have another one coming in November. Like you're consistently doing stuff. You're consistently putting stuff out there. You're looking for people to critique your stuff. No one posts stuff online just to be like, I posted something online. Make fun of me. Tell me I suck or whatever. People don't understand that we're showing we're, we're showcasing our stuff we're expressing ourselves and we do it so that we can it's like you said to let other people know they're not alone but at the same time we want to get better at what we're doing so that we can perfect it and we we can present it in a more presentable way so it's like i see that you're doing your own stuff you're learning you're like you even said i did it myself anybody can do it and a lot of people don't think like that a lot of people have an iphone and they don't even know certain they don't even know that their phone could do certain things that it can do just because all they go on it is just youtube instagram facebook and they text and they call and they don't even know that their phone could do like fucking 3d effects or that it can edit a fucking song or videos or any of that shit they really don't take the time to look at it meanwhile they had a phone that's like a thousand dollars and they pay for it each each week and shit and they don't even know why it's worth a thousand dollars you know and it's just the same with people and what they have a lot of people walk around and they don't even try to do stuff and they don't even know that they're worth a million trillion dollars but yet based off of the simplicity of everybody else around them and they feel they have to do the same bullshit everyone else does go to work focus on this and like not try to do anything different or break out the box they get stuck in this thing of of in like a five dollar lifestyle when they're really like a fucking billionaire and they don't even know it literally uh jesse reyes she has a song and it's called no one's in the room and she says uh go to school and get a good job get to work your life away and pay your debts and even those who live their dreams out cry because all that glitters ain't what you expect and she dropped that recently but i i already had it because i got like an old ass lexus just because i'm not gonna lie i don't really like doing the whole Oxford thing I like I'd rather I have an HCD player in my car so I can throw an HCDs and just shuffle through whatever whether I want to listen to old ass music or whether I want to listen to brand new albums I can just throw in whatever and just go drive and buy and stuff so it's always it's just it's crazy how life is I feel like so many people give up on themselves before they really even experience life or before they've even given themselves a chance like and even on your phone nowadays, you can. I make my cover art on my phone. I edit my YouTube videos. I edit my music videos. Like tweet all all my social medias and stuff. Email. You can literally. You're spending so much money on a phone. You might as well take advantage of your resources. Especially now, we're in a day and age where you can live. I mean, you can use Google and YouTube to learn just about anything. Like, yes. This morning, I woke up and learned how to make lyrics, music videos, because. There you I was go. Prices and I was like, why would I pay someone that amount exactly. of money? Exactly. I can stay here and learn. Exactly. Myself? That then that's the shit. A lot of people don't take that initiative. And that's how people end up giving up because they they're burnt out. They run out of money, or they just feel like they're putting in so much and not getting enough back. When really, at the end of the day, my first my first EP is turned between two. There's four tracks. I produced two of them. 
and the other two a local producer produced. And I think I spent like $25 total across the two other beats. I spent $25 on my first beat because I didn't know what mixing and mastering is, so it wasn't mixed or mastered. But, but still, that's that's still a good price. That's still a good price, though, for what you for. And I heard your stuff. The thing is that the thing that impresses me about your stuff is that you you can see the growth, like from the very first track on your SoundCloud to your most recent video on YouTube. Like you can see the growth and hear the growth and the quality and your lyrical content and and the recording and the presentation and that you can see it. And that's what I like. It shows that. You started like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. And then it's like, okay, I figured out how to do this and I'm just starting it. But look, it's something new. But look, I did it. And then it starts going. And like you can see, though, and that's what I really like. It shows that, all right, this person's actually taking the initiative. They're actually not just sitting there like one day I'm going to do this. They're like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a video. And I would love to make a video for the song. And it's like, okay, let's do it. I got my phone. Let's, You know what I'm saying? And I love that shit. And that's what I'm trying to get more people to do. Because a lot of people tend to be like, I want to start a business. Okay, go start it. Oh, I don't know what I want to do. Okay, then think about it. Oh, I want to do music. Okay, make music. Oh, I don't know how to do it. Oh, then go fucking learn. Like, you, the same way that you can spend two or three hours watching fucking Netflix and shit. Like, do the same shit and watch some shit that you can actually learn and practice. Instead of you playing a fucking game or, or like, I say it like this. You go out and you chill and you hang out and, and you figured out how to drink and how to maintain your alcohol tolerance. You had to learn that. If you smoke or, exactly. or you do any drugs, ain't nobody fucking teach you that shit. And if they did, I guarantee you, you weren't a master at rolling a blunt your first time. It took you a few fucking tries, but you kept doing it until you got it right. It's no different than anything else. You know what I'm saying? But other shit can actually bring you something that can change your life compared to you sitting around smoking or sitting around watching Netflix or watching porn or whatever the fuck motherfuckers do nowadays. Instead of putting their time and effort into something that can actually turn turn, turn their life around or change it or, or that negative energy they have. Like people, oh, I got so much anger. Motherfucker, go be a boxer and go beat the brakes off of somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got all the... And that's what I keep telling people. Go, oh, I got all this energy, and I, I don't, I can't stay still. All right, motherfucker, go be a salsa dancer or go play soccer or some shit. Like, use the, like, do shit. Like, think about what you have and what you can do. And instead of looking at it as a negative shit, go and do something. Like the people are like, oh, I stutter, I can't. Yo, Mr. Bean used to have like a fucking Twitch or some stutter shit, and he became one of these famous actors out of nowhere for exactly that same thing. Like people don't know certain things like that, and they don't know that. Your greatest flaw can probably be your greatest advantage against anybody else. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's it's insane. I think I think it's crazy that at, at the the percentage of people that doubt themselves because of bullshit. That that's what blows my mind, honestly. It is, and it's all because people people care more about what other people think about them than they care about themselves, and then that's when people again they lose themselves and they get caught up in the wrong things and it's like well if you put the same amount of energy into just like what you just said how did you learn how to roll a blunt you either asked a homie or you went to youtube and googled how do you roll a blunt or how do you roll a grunt or whatever and just like you can put in the energy into learning that why don't you do that with oh you want to be a videographer you can literally how did i learn how to shoot music videos went to youtube sat there for like three hours watched different things learned like friends for a second and or and crap like that then next thing i knew i went out i did it i came home edited did all that in the, in about two days from recording to uh i mean not from recording from shooting to editing to picking out my outfit and stuff 
It's just quit sitting on your ass and saying you're going to do shit and actually go and do it because life's so fucking short. And I wish I would have, I mean, I know I'm so young, but I just, I wish I would have started making music when I was like 16 because you know what? I was, I wasn't like a problem kid. I just, I put all of my energy into school. It was like, okay, I'm going to take all these AP classes. I'm going to take all these honors classes. But at the end of the day, when it came to like ACTs and stuff like that and applying for colleges, I knew deep down colleges is for everyone. It wasn't for me. I know that much. And regardless of what music brings to me or what photography brings for me, I know that they'll always be in my back pocket. I mean, not in my back pocket, but like in my front pocket. I'm always going to do them because you know what? It makes me happy. It makes me feel something. And I see every day, whether it's Twitter DMs or Instagram DMs or emails from like people who want to use my songs on like movie scores or like photographers or videographers who want to throw them in the back. It's like, it's all about just sit down, put in a little effort, network, and with time you'll have people in your life that will support you and they'll be like, damn, they're doing the damn thing or she, he, whatever, whatever you're doing, you're doing the damn thing. And so many people have talent or a craft that they don't take advantage of just because it's so, in life, you have like three options. You can go the typical way. You can go to college or you have work. You can go to college. You can find a good job. Here, our like main good job is building airplanes. You can go there and make like $18, 20 an hour to build airplanes. Or you can go and sell drugs and risk getting caught up and ruining your life. Or you can pursue your dreams. And so many people just, they take the easy way out. And then next thing you know, they're dead or their life's ruined because they just, they didn't care enough about themselves and their well-being. And they cared so much about impressing him or her or whatever that now at the end of the day, who do you really have? And what do you really want to do when your friends aren't around or when your family's not around or when nobody else is around? What the hell do you want to do with your life? And at some point, you have to come to that realization that, like, nothing else matters. You're the only person that matters. Your opinion is the most valid opinion. I'm not saying don't take con- con- constructive criticism, because if I didn't take constructive uh, criticism, then you know what? I want to be where I am today, because with time, or even in the beginning, a lot of people were just haters. They would just they saw me succeeding or they heard that I had talent and instead of being like, oh damn, she's doing the same thing, I want to work with her, they'd be like, you sound like a dying cat or like, that's always their go-to and I'm like, what the hell does a dying cat sound like? Exactly. (laughs) They always tend to find some some negative shit that isn't even negative, but they, they can't find anything really. So they just try to nitpick at anything. You know what really bothers me? It's the fact that You'll be the one that has the less to work with and you'll do the most work or you'll put the most effort. And then the person who actually has the money or the free time or all the nice equipment is the one that's sitting there just like, I don't know what to do. Like they'll have the nice camera. They'll have access to a nice fucking studio. Or if not, they're just in a position where they don't have to stress anything. They'll be like, I'm single. I have good money. I have good credit. But they don't use it to their advantage. And then they come up with a million excuses. Meanwhile, there'll be another person that's literally working like three to four jobs to survive. Only sleeps three hours a day. And still manages somehow to maintain their life. To put in work to make a song or to make a video and do it all themselves. And then when they put it out there, the other person that's too lazy to even do 
anything is the first one to talk shit. Exactly. And it is. It's always the people who are so unmotivated and just it's excuses. That's all it is. If I sat here and had excuses, then I wouldn't be where I am today. I, uh, last year, I graduated or no, I graduated like November of 2018. And then going into 2019, I was just nannying and I, all my other friends were going out, going out to eat, going and drinking, smoking, whatever. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So I sat there and everything I made, I put in savings. So then, come, I believe, May was when I got my studio equipment. I, I, I Real simple. I think I spent like 250 bucks. And it was a, a microphone, an interface, and then that's it. And then just or two days ago, right now I still don't record with a mic stand or a pop filter or anything that like cancels out noise. Like everything I do is basically just me and my microphone. But I finally spent like $40 yesterday because I got paid $40 for a feature. And that's why now that I'm getting money back, it's like I don't see how people who make like so much money off of music invested into like stupid like materialistic crap or like yes. drugs or like it, it's so stupid everything yes. i make off of music goes right back into music because you know what if someone sent me 25 dollars for a feature i can go get a beat or especially right now for the black friday deals especially uh from this producer young icy i got Beats for 25 bucks, like that's a great deal. Yes, it is. <laughs> See, yo, you, you getting I the hookup play. over there. Yo, I need to start seeing where you getting all these beats and shit from. I need to know these people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, and that's, that's why I hate when people's excuses it's the money. I'm like, if you really want the money, that bad, you'll go out there and do it. Like, I've seen some disgusting houses for my dad so that I could have money to go buy a beat or so that I could pay to get mixed and mastering. Now I'm learning that stuff and I'm trying to produce more. But it's just like like it's almost like grow up, which I know a lot of these people are grown, but it's like when when like is it gonna take you having a wake up call or like having something really shitty like going to jail or yeah getting in a wreck or like just and it doesn't even have to be that traumatic. It can be something like losing your house or something that's like not as extreme as like oh now i got to do three years in jail or whatever but still it's like i feel like so many people have to hit rock bottom before they realize i have i'm grateful and i'm blessed like a lot of people they they, more than the next person exactly a lot of people don't don't realize how good they have it until either the shit hits the fan or until they run into someone else who has it worse and that's the issue with a lot of people. Exactly. They're, they're, they're truly ungrateful. They think that a lot of things last forever. And I'm always telling people you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because once you do that, there's nothing that's going to fucking stress you out or bother you. If you constantly keep it's, looking for a job, even if you have a job already, when sorry, you lose your job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, and, and that's what I feel. I feel like when it comes to all of that stuff, like... You have to just prepare yourself. If you are scared of something happening that you're not in control of, I say your best way of handling it is to go in it head on. 
And and if before it happens, exactly. make it happen because the only one who's going to be in control of that situation is you. I hate people that be like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then something happens. Like, oh, I knew it. All right, motherfucker, if you knew, why the fuck didn't you do something about it? Move out the way or prepare yourself for when it happens. You can catch that bitch and throw it right back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole point. And people don't look at it like that. They just expect, oh, if it doesn't work, fuck it. I'll go do something else. Or I'll go, no, man. I'm the type of person, if I want something, I want no one to tell me to go do something else. If I see something right in front of me and I know there's a path to go right in front, I'm going to go. And if a tree comes in front of me, I'm going to go around that tree and keep going on the same fucking path I was on. I'm not going to stop and turn around and be like, oh, there's a tree here. I might as well just go. No, man. It's like Nipsey Hussle, yeah. Nipsey Hussle said some shit where, I don't know the exact words, but he said some shit where a lot of people try to get where they're going and then hit obstacles and then turn right the fuck around when turning around is a lot longer than for you to keep going when you're halfway there you know what i'm saying and i feel like that i feel like a lot of people tend to let dumb shit be like nah i can't do this i can't finish that and then they turn around and they go back to the basic shit that everyone's doing because it's everybody everybody's doing it and with all of that i feel like it, it comes into social media so i wanted to ask you real quick um, what is it that you, it, like we mentioned, like I said earlier, the internet is like the wild west. Basically you don't need a big record label no more. You don't need no shit. You don't need You even mentioned it. You don't need the fancy cameras or the fancy microphones. I'm a person that believes if you got a $10 mic, but you have 10 hours of free time compared to someone else who has a hundred dollar mic and only has like an hour of free time. You can definitely make some fire shit if you put in the work and you know how to play with the shit that you're using. I don't give a fuck who you are. I feel like if you really love what you do, you're going to do it because it's like your music and you say you got this mic and you don't got a pop filter or whatever. No, I like the way your shit sounds. Like, I don't see, no, I, exactly. I like your sound better than this other people. Like, yeah, I went to the studio and I recorded this. And it's like, all right, motherfucker, you went to the studio, you recorded it. This beat I heard a million times. Your, your, your levels are fucking off. I hear the beat more than I hear you. And you went to a studio. Meanwhile, there's a person like you who's recording at your house with a fucking uh, uh, Xbox microphone under your bed. And I, it actually, you can tell the difference from the, from the first day you recorded till now when this other person's just been going to the same fucking studio paying 60 to $80 an hour for someone who's just hitting the button and then tells them, all right, I recorded you, but for another $30, I'll level your EQ and I'll do plugins and I'll do, it's like, motherfucker, what I pay you $80 for? You know what I'm saying? Like, and they tend, and they, they get finessed on this bullshit. Like it's me and don't get it twisted. I understand the business aspect of music. But it's like, even when I first started doing music, I even got hyped up. Like, oh, I'm going to do a song, and I'm going to sell it for a dollar, and everyone's going to buy it. And da, 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 da. and it's like, yo, no one's going to pay you a dollar. They don't, they don't know who the fuck you are. And then these people go in, and they spend all this money at the studio, and they're like, yeah, I got a mixtape, and I got a project, so, you know, you want to listen to it? Uh, just give me $10. Here's the link. And it's like, motherfucker, no one knows who you are. How the hell do you have the balls to ask for $10? Oh, well, I paid $80 at the studio, and it comes out. I don't care what you paid. I don't know you from a no, hole in the wall. Exactly. It's like, yo, that's you decided to invest in a business that you didn't even know what the value was. You just assumed that you had gold and little do you know you got copper my nigga like what are you trying to do like and that's the shit a lot of people don't see that and it's like you you seem like a very wise person that you're using other people's experiences to learn for yourself and that's a smart ass shit to do so with all of this going on and all the internet shit what do you feel is a good thing about the internet and the way that it's changing the music industry for independent artists and what do you think is a bad thing about the internet that's kind of fucking it up for people 
Bothane is definitely how easy it is to just network. Literally, this time last year, I probably had like 300 followers on Twitter. I wasn't working with anyone, no features, because I just, I didn't educate myself before I started making music. So I just was learning as I went, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it definitely would have helped me. I feel like I could be where I am today, last year, if I would have just not put in the effort, but just put in the time to sit there and learn X, Y, Z, you know? And I feel like it's, it's so easy to do. Like, I don't, when it comes to like, I know a lot of people have teams and shit. I'm pretty much a solo other than like production. I do everything myself. So when it comes to that, all right, all my features on my album Unfair and all the features on my next album coming out next year, it's all people I connected with online. So I feel like if I didn't have social media, then I wouldn't have, like, met the people who I see myself, like, not only have I built relationships with, and I can, like, listen to their songs, and they can listen to my songs, and we can be like, damn, like, I felt that. But also, it's giving me the tools and the resources to find people who I need in my life, people who have the same mindset as me, people who want to just go out there and give it a shot. Because nowadays, like we've talked about, so many people have excuses. And it's always, oh, this or oh, that. So now that I have a solid, I, or honestly, it's a work in progress. Now that I have some pretty good people in my life who are like-minded, it's so much easier. Because you know what? If I'm having a bad day and I'm just in my head, I can go on Twitter and go to hashtag unfair818, which is the day I dropped my album and the day I know you know and everything dropped. And I can go through and I can remember that night when I dropped that and see all the love that people showed me and people saw that hashtag and then they're like oh what's all this unfair shit about so then people went and listened to my music so i feel like when it comes to like just networking and connecting if we didn't have social media it would be a lot more like in person like going and walking out which also that can be a bad thing because i feel like so many people live on their phones now that even when you meet up with people who you met on the internet who make music and who you think you're going to vibe with then you go and you meet them and it's like, damn, you're like, I can, your energy's off or like, I can tell you're in this for the wrong reasons or you've been sitting on your phone the whole time and I'm just trying to sit here and have like a real ass conversation with you, see how you are and get to know you as a person instead of just as an artist. Because I know how you are as an artist based off the social media, but like, who are you? You get me? Yeah, nah, I feel the same thing. I feel like people tend to to confuse social media. I I try to tell people a lot that social media, literally, like, the way that normal people and the way that artists or business people or whatever the fuck you want to look at it should look at the internet and social media is, like, a big highway that everyone is driving on. And every profile or every post is a billboard or building or store and all they're trying to do is exactly. get your attention to stop long enough to to make it seem like their billboard or their store or their spot is the popping spot. That's what it is. And people don't do that. People make a social media and they don't understand that they're in like this little game of talking shit, liking, following, unfollowing, commenting, whatever, and all this other crap. But really, all it is is that you're just making a billboard of yourself of like, hey, look at me. 
This is what I do. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Either you like it, you don't, fuck you. And if not, they just come out their face and they talk about shit and throw their two cents in other people's conversations that don't have jack shit to do with anything. And then when they get caught on this internet drama and they're going back and forth or they have people tagging them and talking shit or whatever the fuck, they're like, yo, I can't handle this. What am I doing? It's like, yo, you you basically walked into a high school as a new kid. You walked into the cafeteria. So a group of people chilling and you walked up and started talking shit and cracking jokes, not really knowing where the fuck you are or, or who's got your back. And now you got your foot in your mouth. And now all you're left with is having to delete your account, make it private and shut up until people forget about you to reactivate it again so you can go off into the Internet world. When you're a music artist, it's the same shit. The only thing is that you're building. It's like you're in high school and you're the new kid and the talent show's coming and you got to try to do something to get people's attention, because if not, you're not going to survive. And that's that's what being an, an, an independent artist is when it comes to the Internet is doing enough things to showcase who you are and express yourself as a person. But at the same time, do it in a way where people think it's cool or interesting or whatever so that they can look at you because you could be the most interesting person in the world and be the smartest person in the world. But to them, if you don't look it, they won't bother. You can speak it and say it and write it and they don't care. But if you 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 could be Einstein, but if you don't have his hair and like a fucking big bald ego on your shoulder, they're like, nah, that's not the real deal. That's not him. But it's like, yo, I could just solve the the anti-life equation or some shit. And they're like, nah, that don't matter. That's not proof enough for me. Like, I need the whole visual shit. I need the rainbow hair. I need the wings and the, the fireworks and all like the uh, uh, fucking extravagant shit to show that you you are someone who deserves my attention. And that's what the Internet does. Like if you don't have the high numbers or the, the fancy blue check or some dumb shit like that, people tend to overlook who you are and, and not really give you the time of day, which sucks. So I agree with you on that. And uh, another thing I wanted to ask you before... We, we get off into like an hour here because I didn't even look at the time. <laughs> but this is good, though. We got, oh, dang, yeah, we got, like yeah, yeah, and that's good, though. You got a lot to say, and that, I like that. People are going to get a good idea of who you are as a person. But what I also want to get off into there is because I do know, um, what do we have here? I know you have a project coming up um, November 27th. You want to let us know about that, the track What Happened? Yeah, basically, Catch Me Karma, or Karma is her artist name. She reached out to me and she was like, hey, I have this track. If you could do a verse and a hook, like, I really want to work with you. She sent me the payment. I signed the form for, like, royalty splits and shit. And then from there, I just sat down and the beat just it spoke to me. And I, w I was, it was around, like, it was so early when, like, I was breathing. So I was feeling a lot. And it's an emotional track. So I was like, honestly, I didn't even write. I sat there and I just went for it. And I feel like you can definitely hear the emotion in the track. You can tell that like both of us were just pouring our hearts into the track and being like, what happened? That's what's up. I definitely want to hear that when it comes out. And um, another thing I want to ask you, being that you, you, you seem extremely passionate about music and poetry and expressing yourself and sharing um, your experiences with other people. If it wasn't for music, what would you be doing if it wasn't for music and 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 not poetry? What else would and and not photography? You mentioned photography, you mentioned poetry, and all that. If it wasn't that, what else would you find yourself doing? What do you think you would be doing besides those things to express your artistic side or express your emotion or your feelings or your thoughts? What would it be? I honestly think I'd be like either a motivational speaker or like. A therapist because I feel like 
I have so many I have so many life experiences, whether it's my life or things that I've seen my friends go through or just I'm a very observant person. I observe the little things, even when it's bad. Like sometimes I'll be supposed to focus on one thing, but my ears are just like everywhere. And I'm like, oh, hey, I need to go over there and make sure so-and-so is good. But I just, I feel like I have too much to say and I have too good of a heart to not put it into something. Because originally before I had any creative ideas in mind, or, like, before I believed in myself, basically, before I decided, you know what, Chloe, you can go out here and you can do the damn thing. Your mom named you Chloe Lane for a reason. But before I realized that, I wanted to own a daycare for low-income families. And I definitely still want to do that. I'm still saving up towards that. And I want to uh, own a record shop that, like, up the upstairs of the record shop is going to be, like, where local kids can come and I can teach them I how to make that. music. Or if they want to record, they can run in and... You know, I just I want to help out the community and stuff because if I would have had those resources when I was a kid, I feel like I would have spent a lot less time just. Oh, although reading and like being super into school helped me, I just feel like I would have built more connections with people. I feel you on that, and I like that. I like that you you would do something to give back. I, I that's my plan too. Also, with the whole clocking out thing. Um, I plan to build something in a way that gives back to the community, the kids and other people who are truly interested in learning and doing something independently for themselves. So um, I, I support that. So before we get out of here and before we close the podcast, what's a message that you want to give out to people? What's something that you want to give out to another girl or a boy or, or anybody out there that's listening or anybody who's ever heard your music or anyone who feels they relate anyone who's been in a situation such as yourself who's lost a loved one who's who's been through similar situations or who feels like they they have the same style or they're into the same things that you are from poetry and everything what's something that you would want to tell them and let them know what's the message you want to put out there to everybody who listens to your music who tunes in to your your content who watches your videos who looks at your posts like what's the thing that you want to really get out there what's your main goal your main message that you want to relay to everybody who ever watches or tunes into any of your stuff that you come first like it's so easy to get caught up in life now and it's so easy to just let yourself slip like whether it's washing your hair or getting out of bed or like major things like hey this job i'm getting treated like shit i need to go and get a new one or whatever it is you are the most important person in your life and if you aren't okay with yourself and if you don't find that inner peace then it's, it's going to ruin every good thing that ever comes your way i had to learn that the hard way so for a long time i didn't have any type of self-love any type of confidence it was always like kind of like i used my weight as the punchline i was it was always like oh all i have going for me is my humor i just was like oh i'm the funny fat girl but now I'm like, you're so much more than that. Like, just don't accept society's norms. If you want to go out there and fucking make music, then go for it. If you want to sit there and change your hair or paint your nails or whatever, go for it. Because life's too goddamn short to sit here and waste your time doing that shit. And also that you, you're you so much stronger than you think. If someone would have told me going into 2020, 2020 has been a shitty year. I'll tell you that much. But 
if someone would have told me going into 2020 that the things that happened to me this year were going to happen to me, then I would have been like, you're fucking insane. Like, who, who would want to go through that? But now that it's the end of 2020 and I'm still here and I'm still standing and like, I'm finishing up album number two and I'm just living my fucking life finally. It's so worth it. And I'm so glad that I didn't give up when I could have very easily been like, fuck it. Like, the world doesn't want to see me win, so I might as well dip out. And it's, it's just, that's the easy way out. Believe in yourself and you're always so much stronger than you think. I really like that message, man. Is there anything that you want to let the people know before we go? Um, just take care of yourself. I know it's so easy with COVID to just sit in your house and get drunk or get high or just sit there and just be so unproductive. Go out there and do something. If you've always wanted to learn how to play guitar or if you've always wanted to learn how to drive or even if it's something simple like, hey, I haven't painted in a while, then just fucking go for it. No we have nothing but time on our hands right now and at some point we aren't going to have this much time on our hands and the world's going to open back up and chaos is going to restart like it always does not that this year hasn't been chaotic because as we all know it has been but just go for it quit wasting your time holding back for other people do what you want to do I love it. I love it. Chloe Rain, everybody. Thank you for being on the podcast. I truly appreciate it. Everybody, please make sure you go and check out her YouTube. Check out her latest, her latest track, um, Letter to You. Also, make sure that you uh, stay tuned and you follow her on all her social media stuff. Her links are going to be in the description below to wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure you follow her on Instagram, Twitter, face, um, uh, YouTube. If she has a Facebook, I think you have a Facebook, correct? Yeah. Uh, Facebook, I'll have all the links in the description and make sure that you set a reminder for November 27th to tune in and watch a music video for what happened. Thank you again, Chloe Rain. It's been a pleasure. I hope you have a good night, everybody. Stay safe. And uh, this has been Clocking Out, guys. Peace.